Hello, Cryptonauts. Today is October 3rd, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Alright, Cryptonauts, first reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat, in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you want to collaborate on my podcast, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10 daily stats. Today, we're going to do something we haven't done in a while, which is uh, discover coins. So there's several categories. There's trending search, most voted coins, positive sentiment, recently added, and most visited. So let's start off with the first group, trending search. Number one, X Finance. Number two, Uniswap. Number three, Yearn Finance. Number four, Polka, Polka Starter. Number five, Just Liquidity. Number six, Rarible. Number seven, Hippo Finance. Number eight, Rotten. Number nine, YF Value. And number 10, X Dice Stake. Okay, next group, most voted coins. Number one, Tron. Number two, DeFi.money. Number three, Cosmos. Number four, Crypto.com coin. Number five, Lua token. Number six, YF value. Number seven, Dogecoin. Number eight, Pickle finance. Number nine, Elrond. Number 10, XRP Ripple. All right, next group, positive sentiment. Number one, Tron. Number two, DeFi money. Number three, Avalanche. Number four, Cosmos. Number five, Crypto.com coin. Number six, Lua token. Number seven, YF value. Number eight, Pickle finance. Number nine, Elrond. Number 10, XRP Ripple. All right, next group, recently added. Uh, What is that? Uh, Yeah, finance. Number one. Number two, Tron X coin. Number three, Y Fox finance. Number four, Pi Dow DeFi small cap. Number five, Onigiri. Number six, Cyclops Treasure. Number seven, Bellavu Network. Number eight, Small. Number nine, Moonbase. Number ten, Pi Dao Do V2. Okay, next group, most visited. Number one, YF Beta. Number two, Luau Token. Number three, YF Value. Number four, X Finance. Number five, Rotten. Number six, Pokestarter. Number seven, X Die Stake. Number eight, Falcon, Falcon Sweep. Number nine, Bitcoin. Number 10, Yearn Finance. All right, Cryptonauts, that is your top 10 Discover Coins for those five groups. Uh, your, overall, your overall total market cap is at $344.2 billion at 0.9% gain. All right, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. All right, Cryptonauts, another reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. Make sure you collect your daily candies. With that said, first news coming in from Decrypt staff. Bitcoin's transaction fees almost double Ethereum's after BitMEX exodus. Really? Wow. 
While Bitcoin's average transaction fees more than doubled in the past week, Ethereum's are on the decline, according to data from BitInfo charts. An exodus from a large cryptocurrency exchange accused of money laundering could be partially responsible. The average cost of processing a Bitcoin transaction, which must be paid to miners that process each transaction on the Bitcoin blockchain, is $4 on Sunday, September 27th. The same transaction cost an average of $1.50. The average cost of the Ethereum transaction also rose at the beginning of the week from $2.30 on Sunday to $3.60 on Tuesday, an increase of 57%, but fees sharply declined, tumbling back down to $2.30 on Friday, the most recent date for which BitInfo charts has data. Transaction fees rise when lots of people move cryptocurrency at once. This is because the demand for miners to process cryptocurrency transactions outstripe the supply outstrip outstrips the supply so miners hike up the fee, their fees this means that bitcoin's transaction fees are almost double those of ethereum but ethereum but ethereum not bitcoin is known for having high uh, sky high transaction fees these days that's largely the consequence of the summer's defi boom during which investors flooded the network with around 10 billion dollars hoping to reap some of the rewards offered by Ethereum-based DeFi protocols such as Compound, Aave, and Uniswap. On September 2nd, an average Ethereum transaction cost $14. Then, the average Bitcoin transaction cost $4.60. So why has Bitcoin edged out Ethereum this week? It could have something to do with the cryptocurrency exchange called BitMEX. On Thursday, the United States Commodity Future Trading Commission filed money laundering and criminal charges against BitMEX and its founders. This caused an exodus of the Bitcoin held on the, on the exchange. BitMEX is the fifth largest derivatives exchange and crypto metrics site Glassnode tweeted yesterday that traders withdrew almost 40,000 Bitcoin from the exchange, a large chunk of the 170,000 Bitcoin held in BitMEX's wallet, or almost 1% of all Bitcoin in circulation. Still, the charges were filed on Thursday and fees have been rising since last Sunday. Bitcoin transaction fees haven't been this this much higher than Ethereum since the end of August. On August 27th, Bitcoin's average transaction fees were $4.20 compared to Ethereum's, which were $2.40. Wow, that's crazy. I said it I said it yesterday that BitMEX is going to close down. Everyone's going to take all their money out. It scares people. I'm telling you, hacks scare people. You know, or not hacks. Um, uh, these these allegations, they, they, they scare people, you know. So it's everyone. It's gonna shut down. Watch, you're gonna see. The damage is done, regardless if they win or not. It's the damage is done. Next news, written by Andrew Hayward: Decentralized exchanges won't replace centralized exchanges, says crypto ex- uh, executives. It has been a rough couple weeks for the centralized exchange this week. The United States Commodity Futures Trading Commission filed money laundering and criminal charges against BitMEX and its founders, while the previous week exchange qcoin was drained of 280 million dollars by hackers it's no surprise that some of the social media sentiments shifted towards the benefit of decentralized finance and decentralized exchanges or even decentralized decentralization doesn't necessarily mean absolute immunity from legal troubles customers of decentralized exchange uniswap for instance traded 1.028 billion dollars in september 2nd so far higher than customers of Coinbase Pro, which traded $797.5 million within 24 hours. Even so, what does the future of decentralized exchange look like? And what are the long-term benefits over the traditional centralized exchange of the of the world like Coinbase and Binance? The Decrypt Daily podcast explored the topic in the latest episode featuring several guests from across the DEX industry. In the first part of the episode, IDEX CEO Alex Wern and Commoter Platform CTO Caden Saddleman joined the host Matthew Aaron to talk about what defines 
a dex and what inspires their own moves in the space. Wern acknowledged that while crypto faithfully will tolerate clunky interface and complicated steps in managing their assets, there's a potentially much broader mainstream group that still needs to be served. He suggests that a custodian integrated with a DEX could make things more approachable for the average user. You just want to you just want it to work. You want it to be safe and secure, he explained for some users. You don't want to deal with private keys. You probably just want the world's safest custodian who lets you log into the system by using your biometric authentication. We absolutely expect that many and maybe the majority of people will prefer to interact with crypto that way. On the back half of the episode, Aaron welcomed a trio of new guests. Token Token Lawn Head of Growth Lucas Lucas Wang, XBTC co-founder and CEO Mark Sagambellary, and Loop Ring CMO Jay Zhao. The four discussed how DEXs can build trust with users by vetting listed projects and what DEX users' priorities are. Plus, they shared thoughts on the long-term potential and use case for decentralized exchanges. Looking at the landscape, I think DEXs definitely will become much larger and have more force. But I think it's it's the kind. But I think it's kind of like looking at traditional finance, almost uh, the credit union versus the big banks. Said Sagam Bellary, the Coinbase and the Crypto.coms of the world will exist, but decentralized exchanges are quickly taking all the features that decentralized exchanges have been making them better and more decentralized, and giving them to the people. All right, next news written by Decrypt staff. SEC chairman opens to crypto-based exchange traded fund. Though the U.S. Security Exchange and Commissions has struggled to keep up with to keep up with the pace of innovation in the decentralized finance space, its chairman Jay Clayton is open to its potential. In a webinar with the Chamber of Digital Commerce yesterday, Clayton said it may very well be the case that stocks all become tokenized tokenized stocks from one of the slew of financial products that fall under the DeFi umbrella. Other include non-custodial loans and decentralized stablecoins. Clayton even opened to the to a tokenized exchange traded fund or ETF, essentially a stock whose price tracks an index. We're willing to try that out. Our door is wide open. If you want to show how tokenized the ETF product uh, product in a way that adds efficiency, we want to meet with you. We want to facilitate that, he said. Recent SEC actions suggest that this day has not yet come. In July, the SEC, along with another U.S. regulator, the Commodity Futures Trading Commission, took Abra, a company offering tokenized stocks to the cleaners. The SEC alleged that its tokenized stock constituted security-based swaps subject to U.S. security laws. The California-based startup had to pay a $300,000 fine to stop offering such products, and the SEC has rejected several attempts from Bitcoin ETFs regular. Non-tokenized ETFs that track the price of Bitcoin on the grounds that Bitcoin price is prone to manipulation. Without referencing Abra or the proposal for Bitcoin ETFs, Clayton said, we've got off on the wrong foot in this innovation. There was a theory that because it was so efficient, because it could have had so much promise, we could toss aside some of those principles of responsibility and transparency. The SEC chairman added, 
you have to stay true to the principles, which is the people who are distributing stock. People who are insiders of the companies for which the stocks has been issued, they have responsibilities. His main advice, don't try to pull the wool over his eyes. The SEC has chased after many cryptocurrency companies that ran ICOs, claiming that they were exempt from security regulations because they were setting up payment systems, not offering speculative investments. We don't like it when someone says, you know the function is payments, he said. Don't pretend that it's a payment system when it's actually a financially when it's actually a financing vehicle. Well, there you go. He's uh, he's tough. Sounds pretty tough. Next news, written by David Hollerith. Bitcoin price stable despite BitMEX arrest and Trump's COVID diagnosis. Despite the charges of money laundering against derivatives giants BitMEX and Trump's positive COVID test, Bitcoin's price held steady over the past 24 hours. Meanwhile, decentralized finance coins are on the rise as the summer's DeFi boom continues. The current price of Bitcoin is $10,542 according to data from CoinMarketCap. It started the week at about $10,900 but fell by $400 on Thursday. Then it recovered slightly before falling to by a further $200 on Friday after the CFTC charged BitMEX with money laundering and Trump caught COVID-19. As the largest cryptocurrency bond market cap, at least five times the size of the second largest Ethereum, Bitcoin's price is a strong indicator for the health of the cryptocurrency market. In the past day, Bitcoin's price, da- price daily price increase of 0.9% appears insignificant when compared to several of the top 10 cryptocurrencies by market cap. Ethereum increased by 2.6% in the past 24 hours, Binance Coin by 5.3%, Polkadot by 3.5%, and Chainlink by 3.1%. Zoom out over the past week, however, Bitcoin comes out ahead in the past 7 days. Bitcoin fell by 1.4%, meanwhile Ethereum fell by 0.76%, XRP by 2.4%, Polkadot by 4.9%, and Chainlink by 11%. Far more volatile are coins that power leading decentralized finance or DeFi protocols. The coins of decentralized exchange balancer increased by 9% in the past 24 hours. Interoperability protocol, REN, by 16%. Non-custodial loans protocol, Aave, by 8%. And synthetic asset platform, Synthetics, by 8%. Though the market cap of each are trivial compared to Bitcoin's, never more than a billion dollars compared to Bitcoin's market cap of $195 billion combined, they represent a booming industry into which investors have poured out in about $10 billion over the past four months. The rise is likely linked to investors' increased appetite for risk. DeFi's protocols offer crazy high interest rates as well as lucrative incentives in the form of governance token extra cryptocurrencies earned for using the, the protocols. Perhaps it rises down this year's goal economic contractions. When central banks like the U.S. Federal Reserve lowers interest rates, lower risk assets no longer provide high returns. This makes cryptocurrency a high risk asset more attractive for some investors. This week, Bitcoin appears the safest bet. All right, next news written by Robert Stevens. Qcoin has found the hackers who stole $281 million in crypto. Bum, bum, bum. Crypto exchange Qcoin has worked out who hacked its crypto exchange for $281 million. CEO Johnny Liu tweeted today that after a thorough investigation, we have found the suspect of the 9.26 Qcoin a security incident with substantial proof at hand. Law enforcement officials and police are officially involved to take action. The hack took place on September 26. Qcoin said that the hackers used a leaked private key to access the exchange's wallets. Qcoin says that it has enough money in the bank to cover all of its losses. After the hack, crypto products worked to freeze or render useless most of the, of the assets. Many teams 
updated their blockchain to make this happen. Liu said that $204 million worth of cryptocurrency or 72% of the total hack is out of the control of this suspicious address. The hackers sold at least $13 million of the crypto on decentralized exchanges. In a live stream on September 30th, Liu said, As a crypto team just turned three years old, although we never slack off on security-related issues, we couldn't dodge the cruelest coming-of-age ceremony that every predecessor used to embrace. Qcoin, which paused deposits and withdrawals after the hack, is opening up. Currently, Qcoin supports deposits and withdrawals for 31 tokens, though Bitcoin, Ethereum, and US dollar-pegged stablecoins tether are not among them. Oh, they don't say who it was. I want to know who it was. That's it. That was. The, oh, come on, tell me who it was. I think it was. A, it's an internal. I bet you it's internal. Somebody internally did it. Anyways, that's the last news of the day. With that said, cryptonauts, check out uh, the Celsius Network app. I highly recommend them. Uh, with that said, cryptonauts, uh, head on over to Discord and chit chat with us. With that said, I'll catch you all on the next one. Adiós.